What's up, everybody? This is Doc Joe Brown, real name, no gimmicks. And this is Pro Wrestling Talk for the Pistons fan. Be sure to follow us on Twitter. Our handle is at Pro Pistons. That's P-R-O-P-I-S-T-O-N-S. And as always, don't forget our Pro Wrestling Tees store, www.prowrestlingtees.com slash P-W-T-P-F. The acronyms for the show. It's the holiday. Today is it's almost Christmas Eve. We're about 20 minutes away. But still, you can buy a shirt from somebody. Then you get that email. You print it out, put it in an envelope, and say, hey, it's on the way. It, it'll be here by 2024. The Pistons are 2-27. and 27. It was crazy. Last night, I went over my homeboy crib. And he's a casual. He's a casual fan. And he was like, what's the Pistons record? Like, 3-20? and 20? And so I got mixed up, and I thought it was Saturday. And I'm like, did they win tonight? Did they win? Did, is, is it at 3? But it was at 2. And during times of difficulty, it's rare that you get a good question. I had a, I had a really good question to ask. Someone was like, would you have preferred them to start with like 0-10, then got a win, and then when like, oh, you know, lost like the next 16, then got a win? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. That was, that's a terrible Stone Cold voice. The last time the Pistons won, it was hot outside. Uh, I heard someone say we're entering Lions territory. 0 and 16 Lions. We there. We there. We we there. We we entered it two weeks ago. I'm not gonna sit here and yell at a microphone and this is the bottom. We gotta do something. I mean, like people are having breakdowns. Break, breakdown. Steady breaking me on down. You call us. That used to be my jam. I always say this. The NBA is a tough league. And you're finding that out right now. Like, live, in living, like, like this is some true in living color, Fire Marshal Bill. Let me tell you something. The NBA is a tough, it don't take victories for granted. I don't think this fan base will ever take a victory for granted again. It's just surprising to me. And it's like, everybody that we play is feeling good. You know how you have those games sometimes where, like, you, well, I'm saying like, but it ain't happening for us where, team just went by like 40 and you're like they just never get out the gate tonight never never you know what just sit down they third that never happens like Mikhail Bridges came out today looking fresh looking fresh legs feeling good like I can run a 10 20 30k tonight always beware when a hooper make a shot and then run back up the court and they shaking their head no and ain't nobody asking them nothing they feeling good then because that's what Mikhail did yeah like four or six he went he ran back up the court like mm-mm, mm-mm. I'm on tonight baby Desmond Bain did it to us. And I know the casual people are like, I, I know I heard the name Mikhail Bridges before, but who is Desmond Bain? Yeah, Desmond Bain came came back up to court. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Feeling good tonight, baby. It's a great case study. I do some leadership courses where I work at. And you know, and this is this is common sense. You never find out about people until the to, to times get tough, right? So even us as fans, we're finding out, what kind of fan am I? How loyal can I be? How, like, like, me, I'm, I'm built for this. I was a Tigers fan in the 90s. I'm, a, I'm pre-Verlander. I'm pre-Jeremy Bonderman. I'm I'm all that. So I, it's like nothing you can do. But 26 games, I'm like, whoo, this is new territory. Y'all talking Verlander. I'm, I'm talking Dimitri Young, Bobby Higginson. I done been through some dark times. Uh, I saw a guy out in public. Uh, you got on a Pistons hat? Yeah, I bought it. Yeah. Like, I went to work. I got a paycheck, and I bought what I wanted with my paycheck. I'm not... I didn't steal it. I'm supposed to be out here hiding, hiding. I stole it. No, I'm not. No, I, I bought it. I like it. I'm wearing it. Here, here, what's the other one? You still go to game? Yeah, I bought my tickets. I still go to game. I have season tickets. Yes, I'm there. What? 
You want me to say it? No, I'm going to the game. What? What is wrong with that? I'm going. Did I ask you to come? No. Did you? I, how you gonna go give Tom Gore's money? He already got the money. He already. You have to be paid off by August. He has my money. I can't get a refund. What are you talking about? I ain't gonna. Like he has the money. The games be a nice little vibe too. Nice little vibe. Like like for the most part, everybody there is just drinking. That's it. It's just like it's drinking and let's hang around. Let's let's just see if the Pistons can close out a game, right? It's just it's you don't have expectations when you're on a twenty game losing streak. So it's just it's just like hey, I see people I know. What up, play hotty kids? You know, hey, we good. We blessed. People like you spent your money on that. How, how you know how much money I got? Am I only looking like a oh, Brooklyn brawler down on my luck, Baron Corbin? Uh, is it? No, yeah, I did. I'm straight. I'm good. They had the Christmas party the other day. The piss is funny, though, man. They they had the Christmas party for a season. It's a couple things. Season ticket holders, those are the people in the uh, black and white coats, you know, with the big DET on it. I, I don't have one. I, well, I have one. Uh, it was for early renewers. Renewers? Renewers? Renewals? Early renewers? Horse manure? <laughs> I don't know what I'm talking about. And y'all would think I had a drink tonight or something. Uh... They had their uh, season ticket holder Christmas party. And it was nice. You know, they had cookie-making station. You can make cookies, uh, free food, free drink, all of that. It was over in the Beer Garten. Is it is it the Beer Garden or the Beer Garten? The Beer Garten. The B-E. What is it? B-I-E-R. So that thing right next to Little Caesar Arena. It's so funny because there's so few people going to the game, right? And they still checking tickets. Let me see your ticket. Man, let me in this door. Better be happy I'm here. Yeah, it was me, my daughter, her friend from school, my wife. And these guys like, let me see your four tickets to the Christmas party. Man, you know it's me. It's Joe. But again, you get in, the vibe is cool. I saw people, I saw Will. Will, uh, he's been on the show, I think. But anyway, Will, I'm mean, sorry. What up, man? Merry Christmas. He was with his family. Like, we're not tripping. We good over here. I got a medium take. I got I got a couple more things I'm gonna say, and then we're gonna switch to wrestling because this is pro wrestling talk. Uh, let me say this: players play. All right. Um, <clears throat> Monty Williams doesn't play, and I know you. Oh, you're coming down because Monty Williams a Christian, and you're a Christian. And no, I'm not. Listen, I, I got I got some plays for him too, but players play. But you you don't always have to listen to the coach, right? And I'm just I'm just putting that out there. You don't always. At some point, you have to have self-esteem and some pride you as a player and be like, you know what? I, I Nah, man. Nah, man. I know what I'm good at. Uh, hey, man, this is what we doing. This is what we doing tonight, baby. We done lost 26 games in a row. I ain't seen nobody get ejected. Forgive me. Maybe it did and I, and I missed it. I ain't seen nobody arguing on the bench. I mean, like, yo, even when Luke Kennard was here, he told Dwayne Casey, like, yo, Cleveland is the city where we come from, so run, run. Like, and we weren't even playing that bad, but Luke Kennard was like, I'm better than this. So, like, at some point, I want to see something fiery happen. You know, Monty Williams, I'm not going to lose 50000 for, uh, you, you get 10 mil! Show me that you care! I don't know if Monty Williams got child support to pay, but he is protecting that 10 mil. I ain't seen him giving out toys at the holiday up at the Meyer. He is really, really tight in the pockets. Pause. I, I, I don't know how to coach and I, I don't know how to scout. I've never, you know, for me, it's just like, oh, he dumped on him. Must be a good player. He scored 35. That's, that's a lot. Must must be a hype. 
uh, uh, 15 rebounds, uh, 10 assists, uh, uh, 10 points, that uh, triple-double, must be a good player. That's all I know, okay? I'm not I'm not going to sit up here and act like, you know what, let me let me go on a tangent real quick. These podcasts like, what you need to do is, but what I, what I am going to say is this. 26 games is a big sample size, and I, I sit in the game, and I, I can start to feel when the game starts to slip away, right? And I'm just shocked that sometimes the timeouts don't come quicker. Now, maybe there's a rule like, hey, and I have to look it up. And like I said, I've never coached before. But sometimes I'm like, hey, he needs to call a timeout. Like uh, Brooklyn went on like a 6-0 run tonight. And you could feel that it was getting out of hand, right? But he let it go up to like 12 or something. Like, like I just wonder, sometimes I just quit. But maybe it's a rule like, hey, because of TV, you can't wait. You got to wait until this. But I just like, you almost want to insert Vicky Guerrero. Excuse me. Excuse me. Call a timeout. I tweeted this, and I'm being for real, as I don't know what. You know, like, you, I'm listening, and I'm reading a lot of columns where it's like, people are saying things like, oh, well, my sources, and from what I heard is that, you know, this is bad on the end. Yes! Yes! We've lost 26 games straight. You, what you've heard is accurate. You don't have any connections. Everything is bad. If they said the plumbing down at the performance center was going bad, I'd believe it. You've lost 26 games. What you heard is probably accurate. You're not Adrian Wojnarowski. You gotta, you gotta, I'm telling you this, and I, I don't know who's in charge. I don't know if it's the Illich family. I don't know if it's Tom Gores. Well, but what I'm about to say is, you can't keep charging these prices at the arena. You know, I got I got some Duce. A single shot of Duce, $20? Come on, fam. Dog, that's not right. Popcorn, seven, eight bucks? Come on, fam. Fam. Yo. And I know people are like, man, you should just drink on the way. Take a little shotty with you. No, I like to watch the game and have a drink. I like to do that. So to the select media, what Tom Gores talks to select media. And, and what's the guy's name? Troy Weaver. Right. This is the stuff we care about. Because if you trade, like like Beef Stew is cashed out. You know, God, God bless him. He got his money. If he gets traded, I don't care. I'm worried about my pockets. Ask him. Are, are we going to have a half-off Ducey night at the, at the arena? What about parking? Are you still going to charge the same for parking? Like, instead of a shot on the court after the game, can we start running three-on-three? Three? Like, ask about the enhanced fan experience. That's what we care about. Who is responsible for putting up the sign in the store that says, if you don't buy anything, don't ask for a bag? Can we get that taken down? As remedial as it might sound, this, this season, playoffs? Talking playoffs? Playoffs, hey, playoffs, we just want to win a game. Like, if you just came out and said, you know what, for the rest of the season, popcorn and ices are free. Just, like, that alone would speak volumes that you're in touch. Beer in the first quarter is half off. I got ideas, man. I got ideas. So is, is my assumption that no player really wants to come here, right? I mean, I don't want to say no player wants to come here because I'm sure there's a disgruntled guy that can play really. There's a Jeremy Lin sitting somewhere. There's a... There's a Cam Thomas sitting somewhere, but I, I don't know, you know, if we can find him, if the teams were, I was looking at just free agents in general, like just in general, like people that you can sign right now. Um, and you, you have to go low, lower than a pregnant aunt in the words of Chris Rock. And what I mean by that is we can't, we can't do this high character thing. It sounded cute four years ago. Yeah. We're trying to draft people. We're not trying to draft players. Well, well, guess where the people got you. So now with the assumption that we're aborting that concept, right, that we're going to actually draft players, right, uh, you know, why not, you know, go after a Kevin Porter Jr.? 
just to say, like, I know he's not going to play right away because of, you know, everything that he goes on, but why not? Why not get a guy in here like Taco Fall? Like, I, I said this in Discord. I, I believe right now today that Taco Fall is better than James Wiseman. You know, I, I'll die on that hill. Have you called to inquire about Draymond Green? And it, isn't the Draymond Green story just tragic? Like, not not tragic for him because I think he grew up in the 90s. And, and in the 90s, it was a, like a little rough. Where he's from is a little rough. And then the game was more aggressive then. And he's truly inspired by the 90s. Why are you going to put a grown man on timeout? Draymond, he's just on timeout indefinitely. Just like like when I was uh, younger, my mom used to be like, I'm going to beat you up when I get off work. Uh, David David Stern, wait, no, not David Stern. God bless the dead. Uh, Adam Silver just like, you know what? You just on indefinite time. Go stand in the corner. I was highly offended at, at that punishment. You're not just going to do my fellow Spartan. Just tell, go stand in the corner until I feel like talking to you. Like, come on, man. I'm just saying, you got to do something radical. And maybe maybe Golden State is willing to move on, right? Because Steve Kerr was on it. Yeah, yeah, he need to go stand in the corner. I'm like, Steve Kerr, just go, man. Anyway, I'm on hoops hype. Rudy Gay is a bit. What I'm trying to say is you have to get a winning mentality in the locker room because this isn't a talent. It, like, you literally tried to create the Fab Five in the NBA. That works in college. That doesn't work in the NBA. He tried to... Oh, man, these are grown men that are playing the game. And you was like, oh, I'm going to create the all-AAU awesome. <laughs> man, I got church tomorrow, and I ain't even touched on the CM Punk stuff yet. So we we got Will Will Barton, another winner. Rudy Gay, another. Is Rudy Gay an, uh, an Olympian? Uh, I wouldn't mind seeing Blake Griffin come back. Like, uh, I don't know if Nerlens Noel wants to be here. Goran Drogic, uh John Wall is out there. Uh, uh, Boogie Cousins is out there. Um, like, like George Hill, like these people are winners. They're not going to go, like the people that I'm naming, I'm not saying they're, they're a fix all and Austin River. What I'm saying is these people, these are people who are not going to allow themselves to go on a 26 game losing streak. Like they're, they're just not. TJ Warren? TJ Warren is like, there's, I'm not saying like, oh, bring them in, sign them to a 10-year, 25 mil. No, I'm just saying they're available. They're available. Like, they're they're available. And and they're gonna cause a ruckus, right? They're they're just not gonna sit on the bench and be like, oh, they're gonna Luke Kennard you. They're gonna knock. This is Brian Shuck, aka Brother Brian, and you are listening to Pro Wrestling Talk for the Pistons fan. You can keep all your high flying top rope stuff. Give me an elbow drop from the middle turnbuckle all day, every day, and twice on Sunday. Excellence of execution shout out to brian man i i haven't even seen him since possibly tiger season man we we gotta link back up we need new drops too i love the ones we got but we haven't had a new drop in like over a year email us your drop mp3 format uh what's the email well i guess that's why i don't even know the email address it's i just had to email my pistons pro wrestling fans at gmail.com that's everything has an s pistons ProWrestlingFans at gmail.com. Yeah, man, send a song. You know, you'd be like, yo, 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 you know what I'm saying? This is like, you know, plug your stuff real quick. And now you're listening to Pro Wrestling Talk for Pistons fans with my man's Doc Joe Brown. You know what I'm saying? Let, let me go on record as saying this. I enjoy AEW, and I'm glad they're around. I, I, it's not like built into my calendar. Like, oh, it's Wednesday, and you know what that means, buddy. Like, you know, rest in peace, Brody Lee. But, you know, I... When it's when I have time, I catch it. You know, I, that, that's just kind of where I'm at with AEW. Now, AEW circa 2019, it was hot. 
It, it was hot. When it was Wednesday, I knew what that meant. Pause. Man, they are dragging Deontay Wilder online. This is hilarious. My goodness. Tuesday. Okay, where are my notes? I have to stay on track because I have church in like seven hours. So I went, I did see the Iron Claw. Uh, we, we went to the early release. And shout out to uh, my homeboy uh, Luke over at Five Kings brand. Looked him up online. Is it fivekings.com? Hold up. It's www.shop5kings.com. So that's the number five and then K-I-N-G-S.com. It's, it's, a, it's a dope brand, but one of the owners showed up. I put out on Twitter like, hey, the Iron Claw show early. And he was like, yeah, I'm going to come through. And always, look, if you, uh, like, every time I see a listener of the show, I'm, I'm always going to buy you a drink. Got him a drink. Really cool guy. He a boss. He a boss. He out here making moves. My my review on the Iron Claw, and I and I know you're gonna. There's a lot of them popping up online. I think the movie came out to uh oh to oh wow maybe Friday the twenty second or right before that. So there's a lot, but I'm 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 just telling you how I feel. I I'm a documentary guy, so naturally I lean a little more towards uh the the um dark side of the ring, which you can buy on YouTube right now. I encourage you to buy it on YouTube because it's only like four dollars. I enjoy that more, um, but, you know, it, it, theater is good, too. Just seeing it, you know, someone's vision of the documentary in a story format, right? That That's cool, too. But if I only, if I lived by myself and I only had to, if you ask me, like, yo, I either I go to the movies or I buy The Dark Side of the Rings, Last of the Von Erics, I would say buy The Dark Side of the Ring. But that's coming from a heavily biased documentary junkie like myself like when i go to international film festival every year i'm like i just want to see documentaries i don't i don't, I don't even see <laughs> but i i've seen a couple reviews where they see if they don't blatantly say it like that they kind of lean that way i think the hd version is like 4.99 however if you got a down like family like i would like yeah go see it on christmas if y'all if you like y'all don't have nothing to do like for sure go see it like it's Especially if your family doesn't know a lot about the Von Erics and Red, they'll they'll be blown away at the like the story. Like even my wife is like, "Is that really?" I'm like, "Chelsea, that's true. That's 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 not a gimmick, partner." And like everything, especially if it's a casual like family, like they're they're like, "I don't know anything about wrestling." Like, tell them don't read about it, right? Don't don't read about it first. But that's what any movie like, just don't don't you know be be shocked, react. But I would just tell them. More about how territories work versus now, where it's just WWE, AEW, Impact, you know, New Japan. I would just, because you got to kind of have that framework and that understanding built in before you go. But other than that, just be like, don't tell them, like, don't read anything about it. Just just take it in and just react. Now, I, I could I could review some movies. Hey, that was dope. Just react. And sometimes I use these podcasts as like therapy because I'm just getting it out. I'm just in my office. I'm just getting... Like I hit up my boys, like, yo, we should go see the Iron Claw. Nah, man. What is it? Let me let me see. Check out the preview. Well, you know, it's, it's a shout out, Luke. Luke failed. You know, it's just something. Oh, and I'm like, is this something wrong with me? Am I going through a midlife crisis? Like, where my dogs at? Okay, so check that box. I got like 30 seconds to talk about eight other things. Uh, TV deals. So, in case you've been living under a rock lately, uh. So the WWE is trying to get a new TV. They don't have to try very hard, right? 
even with low ratings, uh, Raw and SmackDown are still one of the higher rated shows. I didn't say high is higher rated shows on television, so they don't they don't have a problem finding network. I guess it's this controversy where they could actually switch to TNT or TBS or you know where AEW is. That would be weird for Turner Broadcasting to carry two wrestling shows. So I, I'm sure there would be some type of exclusivity built in if, if Raw went over there. But guess what? I just don't. It like I've never sat and watched a wrestling show and been like, I'm watching USA. Oh, I'm watching. I'm watching Peacock. Like I just want to see what's happening. Like uh, so I don't care. Uh, I. I would hate to see like that's why I start off this segment like I I watch AEW. I would hate to see AEW go to like Tubi or something like that. It looks like that's where it's headed. Uh, I, <laughs> I noticed I fade out there. I said I would hate to see AEW go to Tubi or something. And I know that's the internet joke. Like Tubi is just a uh, bootleg TV. But I like for me like long as I know what channel it is, right? I guess the biggest thing with SmackDown when they switched to Fox, like. That was a big deal because you got a lot of NFL commercials. So, like, I guess the biggest thing with the network is if you watch the commercials, then you get reminded of certain things. So it would be odd to watch Raw and then, like, have, like, the NBA All-Star game this Sunday. You know, like, like that's because <laughs> that's like my brain is not conditioned. You know, it's conditioned to see, you know, like, suits coming on right after Raw. Barmageddon, you know, all that stuff. But really... It's just uh, fodder for the internet. And it's some great jokes, too. Great jokes. You know what's crazy? is Somebody asked me, is CM Punk a good wrestler? Like, it was a casual fan. And they asked me, like, well, what, what is what is so special about CM Punk? Because he trends a lot. Like, CM Punk trends a lot on social media. And they asked me, is like, he a good wrestler? And I'm like, I can't even remember. I can't. <laughs> like, I can't, I can't even remember. He has built such a great brand based off a controversy that I'm like, I can't even remember how he wrestled. Like, I literally had to go back and be like, oh, the Pepsi Plunge, you know, all these things. I never realized how split people were on Sasha Banks. I, full disclosure, I love Sasha Banks. I love Sasha Banks. I, you know what I mean? I, I encourage my daughter to like Sasha Banks. I, outside of the, you know, the twerking and stuff, I'm like, yeah, babe, the standard blueprint boss. The story came out that Sasha Banks asked for more money than Charlotte Flair. Hey, you worth what you negotiate, baby. <laughs> hey, look, look, I don't, I don't get any, I don't understand that. Like, what's the backlash? Like, you should ask for, you talk your way down. You don't talk your way, you you start high and then you go low. Like, that. that's just negotiation one-on-one. There's nothing wrong with that. Ah, Vince McMahon is a billionaire. Ari is a billionaire. Yo, can I get 15 million? It adds to her character. It does. She says, I'm a boss. I'm a boss. Honestly, I look, if I'm just I'm just I just want to see her on American TV again. Like and I'm I'm still on Sasha Banks. Like, cause I really like some of her matches with Asuka. I really enjoyed those. I really truly enjoyed those matches. I'm not I'm not trying to be thirsty or anything like that. I thought they were great matches. I know the WWE shot them really well because uh, those weren't necessarily tall women, and they always got that angle that just still made them seem seem bigger than they were. Uh, uh, WWE, it would be a little crowded. I, I, they're getting that roster again with so many huge personalities. Um, that one that we almost, I want to say, despised like in the mid-2000s and stuff like that uh, after WCW was gone. Um, AEW, I, 
I guess I would be okay with it. it would probably add a little balance. A little balance is, is nothing wrong with balance. Um, but then again, it is Sasha Banks made for like small crowds? Because let's be honest, AEW is a small crowd. Like that's that's Motor City Cruise level right now. Hulk Hogan got baptized. This confused me because he always had the cross. Remember the the uh, Rowdy Piper? You're bleeding, right? Like that's what. Uh, so I, I guess it was just a character at that time. Say your prayers, man. Take your vitamins. Like, like I. Uh, so he got baptized this week. Uh, praise the Lord. I was just shocked that that hadn't happened before. But good for him. All right. So, so this was pretty good. Eric Bischoff basically goes in on Tony Khan, and and I I love I love this because what what makes it so crazy is sometimes I I'm like, am I getting too old for this? You know what I'm saying? I got two kids. You know, like these people, 50, 60, and they still just on the internet, just like yo, <laughs> yo, I don't like him. I don't like him. Finger poker death. Eighty three weeks, buddy. Okay, one of the most popular segments of this show is like when I count down things. So I, I was thinking about turning heel. Actually, I was talking about with a friend, like, how do you turn heel in today's wrestling environment? Because MJF was so good at being a heel that eventually people started saying, well, NWO, like, bad is good. Like, Michael Jackson, when you can't, I'm bad, I'm bad. It's like, I'm bad, I'm good. Like, so people like bad. So how do you turn heel? How, how do you, like, especially as it related to back in the day, I'm, I'm going to, like, write down those, like, like three ways. Well, I wrote them down already. I'm going to just read them. Number three, tell the crowd to shut up. I, that's just, like, the most classic, right? Shut up. Shut up. I'm trying to talk. Just, that's like, and then everybody just boo. Shut up. Shut up. How good is your shut up? Spanish. Solar say la boca. Man, if that ain't shut up in Spanish, I'm going to get dragged as soon as this show drop. I hope I read it right off Google. Number two, just cheat. Just cheat. Ref, start count to 10. One, two, you don't, you don't break. You just still hammering the guy. You hammering the guy. You banging on the guy. Pause. <laughs> you like, forget this ref break, man. Forget the ref break. I'm cheating. And then you go after the ref. <sighs> Kill the moment between the baby face and the crowd. That That's... That that's that is up there. Like, imagine Shawn Michaels come out. Ha, ha, ha. I know I'm cute. And then Shawn Michaels start hop, hopping down the aisle and just out of nowhere, somebody's boom, forearms to the back of the neck. Cause cause it's like as soon as I got hype, you know, the ha, ha. Is that the beginning of the song? You know, as soon as I got hype, they just ruined the moment. I gotta mention this one. This is a good one too. So like if you're in Detroit, you just you just come out with a Chicago Bulls jersey on or something like that. That's a great like that, that always, always works. Like always works. That, 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 that's just all, ah, ah, get this guy out of here. Ah, ah, ah. 